wealth, security, and opportunity are a byproduct of success. However, it often comes at the expense of deep personal satisfaction and happiness. This is the Design Your Destiny podcast, and I am your host, Penny Chason, board-certified hypnotist and number one international best-selling author. I work with the highly successful influencers, business leaders, corporate leaders who desire a life by design. In this podcast, I will bring to you succinct solo episodes and interviews that dissect the challenges of success and highlights the ways to leverage your most underutilized asset, your subconscious mind. If you desire peace and happiness in your life, better health and stronger relationships so you can enjoy the success that you have created, keep listening because this podcast is for you. Self-sabotage is a myth, and I'm going to explain to you why. And when you have a better relationship with understanding the reason you're doing the things that you're doing that get in your way, it is much easier to change them because your mindset around this is everything. Hi, I'm Penny Chase. I'm board-certified hypnotist and host of Design Your Destiny podcast, I've done thousands of hours of sessions with hundreds of clients over the last few years dedicated exclusively to personal development, success mindset, money mindset, and releasing the beliefs, habits, and behaviors that get in our way of our ultimate success and our personal satisfaction and fulfillment in life. Self-sabotage is a very common term that is used. And sure, it may seem like, yes, I have this goal. I'm going to launch this product or I'm going to launch this service. And you start moving forward and you get 90% of the way there. And all of a sudden you find that you just can't get the thing done. You are finding other projects coming in to work on. You're getting distracted, sidetracked. Heck, You might even be engaging in behaviors that you know do not serve you at all personally or professionally. Some people may drink. Some people may start to begin to feel anxious feelings. You get these fearful thoughts. You begin to uh, get into perfectionism right? You see it, you get to a point and it's almost ready to go. And then you decide, no, I have to take it all down and I have to start over. And you know, it's not serving you. So people call this self-sabotage. But what if you recognized that everything that your brain does is out of a sense of preservation? Everything that your brain does is out of a sense of preservation. Now, It doesn't just operate out of preservation of our physical, but it also acts out of preservation of our mental and emotional, okay? Now, at some point in the past, whatever behavior it is that you're engaging in, being it people-pleasing, perfectionism, procrastination, hiding, getting 90% of the way there and not following through, like just all of a sudden hitting a wall and not knowing why you can't do it. It's a preservation mechanism. And at some point in the past, your brain has made the association 
that this behavior is keeping you from experiencing something unpleasant. When we think about fight or flight and we think about survive or thrive, many people think of physical things. They equate that to being in a physically unpleasant experience. Maybe somebody is abusive, neglectful, or even an emotionally abusive, verbally abusive experience. But that does not have to be the case. We have ordinary everyday experiences that can cause emotional discomfort in our brain, our neurobiology, our neurophysiology. It works to avoid that unpleasant experience. Because when we experience an unpleasant emotion, especially if it's intense, we have a physiological response to that. And all of that gets recorded in the subconscious mind. It gets recorded in memory. And if it is something that is uncomfortable enough, then the brain will work to avoid having you experience that feeling again. I've used this example before. This is a real example of, and actually I've had something similar come up in more than one client, but being young, being in class, teacher calling on you, you shoot up your hand, you answer the question. And when you answer the question, the answer is wrong. And then one of a few things might happen. The kids in the class may, they might make fun of you or the teacher might scold you and say something along the lines of that was wrong. I guess next time you'll take a moment before you raise your hand and make sure you have the right answer. That right there can create multiple layers of one hiding, two not speaking up when you have something to say, and three getting into perfectionism. That one single little event, right? So that day you stepped out of your comfort zone. You were excited. You raised your hand. Yes. And then that happened. And you feel like all the eyes in the classroom are on you. Fine, right? You go through life. You grow up. You go through class. You're doing your thing. Maybe you're on a sports team. Maybe, I don't know, you do chess team or something academic. It doesn't matter. But you're active. You do things. You put yourself out there. And then all of a sudden one day, you step into something really new. And when you step into that something really new, it stirs feelings in you. Our brain will go back through the records of history and say, oh, I don't like this. And it can just out of the blue say, oh my God, we felt this before. That didn't feel good. We have to avoid this at all costs. And now out of the blue, here you are, you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, and where you never had a problem with procrastination before, you never had a problem with perfectionism, you never had an issue with fear of judgment, and now out of the blue, you're dealing with this, and it doesn't make sense, and it's like, damn, I lost my confidence. What is happening here? And you try to push through it. You try to force your way through it, and the more you try to push and force your way through it, sometimes it seems like the bigger it gets. When you understand that your brain is taking some moment and it thinks it's protecting you, right? You can look at it differently and say, okay, I see you. I am aware that you are trying to protect me, but there is nothing here to fear. There's nothing here to fear. And you don't actually need to know why 
it came up, sometimes simply the awareness that it is a protective mechanism and your ability to reframe it and to take that and turn it around into something positive, that is enough to begin to dismantle it. But sometimes the connection is so strong, right, that it takes a, it takes a deeper approach, which is where hypnosis and subconscious coaching come into play. You can see those little tidbits that come up from the subconscious and you can unravel these incorrect associations, but people do have real emotional trauma. They do have real mental trauma. They do have real physical trauma in these same protective mechanisms come into play. And in those situations, those protective mechanisms probably proved useful at a much earlier time in life. So if there was a parent who drank and who would yell, and the best thing to do was to fly under the radar to not get yelled at, or maybe to not be the brunt of physical abuse, in that moment, that behavior served that purpose, right? But when you're an adult and you're on your own and you're in control of your life, you've outgrown that behavior. However, because you have so much positive reinforcement that it served you, it might take a little bit more. I don't want to like using the word work. It might take a little more intention around your personal growth, a little more intention around your beliefs and your structures and building that sense of safety back up in your mind and basically subconsciously going in and saying, thank you. I appreciate what you did for me. You helped me, but I don't need that anymore. It's not serving me anymore. And this is something that we can do subconsciously that allows these things to begin to fall away much more quickly. So when you see these behaviors as something that on some level, even if it's completely incorrect, your mind has, I have to do this to protect you, even when you don't need protecting, that shift in understanding of what's happening will help you to begin to talk to yourself in a kinder, more loving way and to say, hey, yes, I see you, but we got this. We got this. There's nothing to be afraid of here. This is completely safe. This is what we want. It's going to be new. It's going to be different, but it's just a new service or it's just a new product or it's just a new relationship. I can handle it, right? So I hope that you find this helpful, that you can implement it right away to allow yourself to sink into awareness of what is really going on the subconscious level and to know there is no such thing as self-sabotage. It does not exist. It is our current perception of how it's getting in the way of our goals that causes us to see it that way. When we shift the way we see it, then we can go into our awareness, use our power of choice, use the way we talk to ourselves and completely turn that around. See you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Design Your Destiny. I would love to know what resonated most with you. So just take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at penny.chason and let me know what you thought. 
also, if you head over to iTunes and you leave a positive review, it helps this podcast to help reach even more people making a difference, elevating humanity and mankind. 